Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 319. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Hello. And Tony Katz. Hello. I don't know why that sounded like a little strange out of Andy's mouth. I don't know. It was just like, hello. <laughs> Andy tries to seduce the audience from time and again. Thanks for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button. Share with a friend. Check out our sports podcast. And uh, yeah, keep listening. Uh, We've got some good stuff to get today uh, to today. A lot of stuff uh, from Disney. And uh, first things first, uh, if you're a local resident or local enough to be a season pass holder at Disneyland, you can get them again. They went back on sale this morning. Uh, the kicker is, though, that the two lower levels are already sold out for now, whatever that means. But you can still get the expensive uh, couple passes. They haven't been offered to the public for a couple of years. Um, they were out altogether, you know, after COVID. Then they came back, they sold out, and then they decided you could only renew. They didn't sell new ones, and they started doing that again today. And already ran out again of the lower levels, so you may have missed the boat again, but yeah. Inching forward. I wonder if these reservations are going to go away. Like, it's such bullshit. The park is still packed beyond belief with or without a reservation. What's the difference? Is there anything new that they're uh, they're putting up? Or they finish all their big expansion? Uh, they're turning that uh, Pixar Pier into Tokyo yeah. for some California reason. I, I, it's stupid. Maybe it'll look cool. I thought Pixar Pier was old looking, but I liked the idea of Pixar Pier. I don't understand. They're calling it San Fran-okio. San, Fran- San Francisco. San Francisco is a pile of shit. Um, I couldn't like agree it. more. I really hate San Francisco. Tokyo is on the other side of the planet. Like, what's the goal here? Well, it's from the Big Hero Six movie. That's everyone's favorite movie of Disney. Never seen it. Yeah. So it's San Francisco and Tokyo in one city. So what kind so of weird like shit Chinatown? Can you get up there? Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I mean, if that means there's going to be good Chinese food at the park, I'm fine with it. You know, um, Tokyo's Japan, so I don't think it'll be good ch- Chinese food, but... Okay, they're going to they have sushi? Different. Yeah. That Hibachi. could be weird, but that sounds expensive. From at Disneyland. Love sushi in a sourdough bread bowl. Oh. you got to keep up the hybrid. That's true. Um, so, I don't know. All I've really seen so far out of that like, is the renderings of the bridge... I don't know what else they're going to do. Uh, they're also revamping downtown Disney with uh, a bunch of new things. And uh, that's a ways out, though. Uh, otherwise, I don't know. Not much. They redid Toontown, I think. Uh, but they did, I, yeah. Uh, they put that Mickey ride in. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever been there more than once. Because um, I was the youngest whenever, like in my family. So my older you know, siblings or cousins weren't going to go there they wanted to go on space mountain so like i never went on the little rides even as a kid now you're an adult you can do what you want and you can go to that mickey ride yeah i probably will but uh yeah but this is uh gonna lead us off into a whole slew of uh star wars uh talk yeah so they had their big star wars event this past week the sorry star wars celebration 
um, which I think last year was in Anaheim. I don't know why they decided to do it in like Barcelona or something. San Francisco. Yeah, they did it. They did it uh, in Europe somewhere so that all the news was already available by six in the morning. Um, but they announced a, a bunch of plans for the future of Star Wars, uh, including I think the big one is uh, essentially Episode Ten, the next mainline Star Wars movie. Oh, uh, Daisy Ridley returning as Rey, um, and it's supposed to take place 15 years later. So it has not been 15 years. Are they going to uh, age her up or something? I don't know. It would take them another 15 years to make the movie, so maybe that's, that's true. their plan. Avatar uh, style. <laughs> yeah, they haven't haven't been very quick at making these uh, movies yet. So, uh, But that, that is something I, I think it's a good idea to do that. I think one of the problems with the sequel trilogy is like trying to fill in the gaps of 35 years um, was much more difficult than trying to be like, okay, it's been 10 years or 15 years. And here's um, what's happened. But is John Favreau making these also? He's not making this one. Okay, good. So this one was originally being written by Damon Lindelof, uh, my, my favorite, uh, the creator writer of lost among a bunch of other things, but he was, a uh, he was recently let go um, a few months back. He was part so, of the layoffs with Disney. <laughs> he was uh i fired off the project i don't know they don't want to ever say when it's fired but um i think he he still is going to be credited at the end of the day as like they'll give him a story by credit or something like that um yeah it's it's a it's a new team not people i know of it's like a it's a person who who's won two academy awards for short documentary which is like the worst academy award which is like i'm sorry but i think it is remember kobe won that one yeah, that wasn't the worst though. Best best documentary short film, and it's like, all right, it was a love this. story, Andy. Come on, that's the, but it's 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 definitely the worst Academy Award you can win. I would agree with that because yeah, yeah but when a like, when a Hall of Fame basketball yeah, player wins yeah. it though, how do you think the other people yeah. really feel then that like dedicate themselves to that? Because I don't think those guys could go into the NBA and become Hall of no, Famers. No, definitely not. But I uh, see it as why sell yourself short, uh, no pun intended. Why not go for the big documentary? Oh, well, th- this person has directed multiple full-length documentaries, too. But okay. um, it doesn't look like she's directed much movies. I Any know actual of, films? But, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. She directed a couple episodes of Miss Marvel, which will come up a little later um, in this podcast. Interesting. Um, then uh, there's some, some other projects that were announced. Uh, Dawn of the Jedi, or at least... They're announcing that as a new era of Star Wars. So like way, way in the past, like Jesus Christ days, I think. But like the Jedi version, um, that's really what they described it as. Is It's like a biblical style <laughs> Jedi movie. I don't think um, they're going to put a Jedi on a cross, Andy. <laughs> yeah, they probably have before, you know. I wouldn't be surprised, actually. Yeah. Uh, but it's not very Jedi-ish, made- right? I'm, it's it's set way, way in the past. You don't know. They were doing weird shit. What about the invention of a lightsaber? It could be in here. They got to find the crystals. Yeah. They got to find the crystals and put them in a piece of machinery and it controls the crystal. I don't know. Crazy stuff. Uh, but this movie's being made by James Mangold, who is uh, oh. you know, the director of Indiana Jones 5 um, and has another big project coming uh, next year as well that I'll talk about pretty soon. Is but uh, he's, he's an accomplished. He's an accomplished uh, director, yeah, Ford versus Ferrari and uh, 310 to Yuma, Logan. Um, so Disney must must like Indiana Jones 5 uh, if they're willing to give him another movie here. So, um, I've, again, I have no idea when any of these things are coming out. These are 
things they're announcing like crazy. And uh, there's a good chance they never come out because that's like all the movies they've announced never end up coming out. Um, but the last new movie that they announced is going to be the end of the Mandalorian and its spinoffs um, franchise, essentially. So the story that they're telling in the Mandalorian and some of the other spinoffs they've done so far will all wrap up in a movie directed by Dave Filoni, the uh, the creator there. Um, and I don't know when that's going to be. You'd think they'd want to milk the Mandalorian for as long as they can, but people seem to be turning on it here in season three. So uh, maybe you just want to get it out while people still kind of like it. Yeah, I haven't watched it. Yeah. Uh, the last episode, people were very, very upset because of a couple guest stars in it and how it looks kind of out of place. I thought it was a nice episode, though. Lizzo and Jack Black. Yeah, and and Christopher Lloyd was in it as well, but that's not who people were complaining about. I saw a funny thing of um, uh, Christopher Lloyd in The Mandalorian, and then uh, Christopher Lloyd, man in the DeLorean. Yeah. Pretty good. That's true. Um, Then another thing they showed was the trailer for... Uh, Ahsoka. So this is one of those uh, spin-offs of the Buddhist University. The, at least it's called, no, it's called Ahsoka. She's a character in the Clone Wars, a very key character um, played by Rosario Dawson. She was in an episode of last season's uh, of Mandalorian. Oh yeah. Uh, so there, that was always going to be a setup for a spin-off for her own show. Huge. Uh, and this is coming out August 2023. That's this year, um, end of the summer. Um. Yeah, this is a continuation of yeah the Clone Wars and the the Rebels show, so an animated show. Um, a lot of people watch those; are very excited about this. Uh, I worried you need to you need to watch those old animated shows to really get what's going on. Like I would I would hope not, but um, that should still be pretty big for them. Um, and then they did uh, show off a little bit more of Skeleton Crew, another new uh, Disney Plus Star Wars series. Uh, this one is a uh, Created by John Watts, who did the Spider-Man trilogy, the last Spider-Man trilogy. Uh, it's starring Jude Law and a bunch of children, is the premise. Like, he's like a oh, teacher wow. or something. And they got they get lost on a planet. Jude Law in a semester abroad? It, it could be. It could be. <laughs> Sounds like a semester um, abroad. That is a brand new yeah. reference for anybody <laughs> listening that likes music. Um, but this is, uh, I think the surprise was that they said this will be out this year. So probably in the fall or the winter time. Um, so we'll have it three Star Wars shows in one calendar year. It's pretty big. Um, and then they also um, shared a little bit more of The Acolyte, another new show coming in 2024. Um, they released some of the cast members, not any huge names or anything. But um, I think what is interesting about this show is that it is going to be the earliest in the Star Wars timeline we've ever seen. So this is supposed to be like 300 years before no, Yoda was alive. I don't know before Anakin was alive. Um, we just haven't seen that era of Star Wars yet, so they want to explore that. So, yeah, there's still there hasn't been a Star Wars movie in four years, but you know they're they're still doing stuff. They're they're a fan. There's all kinds of choices for you. Yeah, but you got to make a lot of stuff when you have a TV app. So, yeah, and they don't make enough. Yeah, is that all of the Star Wars stuff? Yeah, I mean, there's probably other things like, oh, they're doing this. You could buy a, a pop tart or something. I don't know. Ooh, that's not bad. What kind? Brown sugar? I don't know. I'm making that up. But there's all kinds <laughs> I'll of. Obviously, joking. they do a three day convention or something, and it's all bullshit. But I mean, there is a new Star Wars game coming out next month. That's going to be great. That was one of my favorite things 
that Star Wars has done in the last 10 years was the that video game that they're making uh, a sequel to. You know so. which one I hated was, uh, I think I was in like elementary school. I, it was probably on the Nintendo 64, yeah, the, but the, the, the Boba Fett one. I don't know. I, There's the one on N64 that was a big Fett. one, yeah. That, and I did, I, it was tough. Yeah. A lot of those games back then were, really were oh, yeah. tough. You, Super you Mario know, was tough. You don't know any better. <laughs> I don't think I ever I played I don't a think anybody Star did. Wars video game. What? I don't know if I've ever played a Star Wars video game. They're mostly bad. Yeah. Don't. They're, they're tough. They're not easy. Which is a bummer because Star Wars was so like big at the time. You know what was good was uh, the Pod Racer video game because it's just racing game. I liked yeah. uh, like Donkey Kong. Yeah, <laughs> you, uh, you mean uh, the racing? Diddy no, Kong no, racing no. One? Like the legit, okay. like the when you're uh, Donkey Kong, Diddy Kong, and what's her name? Like Danielle Kong uh, or something? Daddy Dixie Kong, Dixie Diddy Kong. Kong. No, look, we'll talk more about Diddy Kong later. Okay? Oh, will we? Okay. Oh boy, <laughs> special okay. preview on this Man, podcast. He, seems, he sees every movie. All right, uh, should we talk about Bob Dylan? Uh, yeah. Robert Zimmerman. About? Yeah. <laughs> so there's a Bob Dylan biopic that is actually coming. They've been talking about it for years. Um, it's being made by James Mangold. There you go. It's everywhere. Yeah. He ha- he confirmed that, yes, he's going to, they're going to start filming this this summer. Um, and uh, it'll be starring Timothy Chalamet and he will be doing his own singing. So I don't know what that, that means. It'd be I very hard to sing like Bob Dylan. Yeah, you have to do an impression. Just cast Jimmy Fallon or something, you know? Who's if actually you want good to t- sound like him now, he's like halfway to you know, Shane McGowan or something. I don't think Timmy Chalamet is going to be playing 70-year-old Bob Dylan. It'd be funny. Say that. Yeah. That'd be uh, pretty out there. He could but. play five-year-old Bob Dylan and uh, <laughs> 19-year-old Bob Dylan. Then they're going to have to get an adult to finish it out. I have costuming. Because the times they are changing. Yeah, Tony knows. Tony's hip. <laughs> that was not even close. There's no way. I don't have a harmonica though. You sounded just actually. Like yeah. I actually really like Bob Dylan. My dad used to got me onto him early on when he would be in his car driving with him back before I had a license. Tangled up in blue. Yeah, that's a good song you, too. You like, can never like Rolling Stones. Probably my all-time favorite. Oh, yeah. by him. You can never I actually did a. Uh, what was that? You can never play uh, the song Hurricane anymore. Oh, yeah. I actually have listened to that recently, though. But I, uh, uh, like a Rolling Stone, I actually did for a, uh, like a project in ninth grade English when you had to, like, pick one song and, like, dissect it. And that's the song I picked. And you, like, kind of figure it's out what, deep. like, the lyrics mean and everything. Pretty good. What's your favorite? Yeah, I'm Bob Dylan, for... Andy. What's my favorite? Give us a deep cut. It's too much pressure. I don't want to think about it. Oh, Andy. Come just on. Just do the news. <laughs> just wants to do the news. Uh, I just give the news. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's uh, too bad for you. <laughs> People can look it up for themselves. But you should tell them what your song favorite you song like. is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, just Anybody Google Andy's Andy from Tony's Just download States. the first 10 albums. Then don't listen to anything from the 80s and you'll be fine, right? Yeah, probably. All right, well, uh, when is this due out then? A while. Yeah. If it's filming this summer, maybe uh, 2024, next year, fall time. I don't know. What When they do film it, like, obviously it depends how long the movie takes to get filmed, but, like, what is the average time when, like, like if they say hey, we're filming in June, like, 
How many months after that can you expect it to be like in theaters? Depends if it's a if it's going to have CGI or not for the most part. Mm. Um, but I mean, like the process, if people don't know, it's really like two months of filming at, at first. Unless it's James Cameron's in, movie. Yeah, they have to come in and cut it together. And then they see w- what doesn't make sense. And then they ha- already have people scheduled to refilm parts of the movie. That's usually how it works. Um, mm. Not every movie has to do that. Sometimes they do a great job and they get everything. But like, so in this case... They'll film it. It'll probably be done filming in September or something. And then next March, they'll have to film some new stuff to like fill in scenes. And then, okay. um, and then you edit it again. And then you just keep editing. Another good but one is knocking on heaven's door. Ago, yeah. okay. <laughs> it was such a good one. They, he made his own whiskey. Uh, I also liked uh, the times they are changing and blowing in the wind. Yeah. Mr. Tambourine, man. Look at Tony. Oh, I I listened to a lot of it. Trust me, like I was big on him in like ninth grade, middle school, ninth grade. Yeah. What if you said you're all along the Watchtower? Do you feel That's, bad? No, Jimi Hendrix. Because it's because it's like no longer his song. Yeah, Hendrix took it, it over. Who, actually, it was his song first though. It right? is, yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. And see, even I said Jimi Hendrix first because it's because he yeah. had that good. He had the yeah, riff. Yeah. Is why. One of his best albums is a live one with. Uh, the Roland Thunder Review from like the seventies. Yeah, they just did a documentary about that. Yeah, on Netflix. Yeah, it is phenomenal, and it's on a uh, Apple Music. There's a fun song on there called Isis. Well, well okay. before it was uh, about the god. About wait, the Egyptian is god. that a rap song or a regular song? A Bob Dylan song. It's a oh, about a woman a named rap Isis song called Isis too. He married Isis on the fifth day of May coming up right. that's Cinco de Mayo that's on a Friday this year that's actually the day I'm doing the, a golf tournament that day for uh, St. Paul's Church shout out to St. Paul's Church if you're listening Yeah, the, the whole congregation thank you alright well that's Bob Dylan for you <laughs> and how <laughs> movies are made with Andy uh, Kim Kardashian is American Horror Story so she's uh, <laughs> apparently going to be a big part of the next season of American Horror Story season 12 if you didn't know already all wow. the way to season 12 um she hasn't done much acting she's been in some things as herself in little cameos uh, but she is not herself she's a regular character and how is that gonna go um i have no idea so like a main person or she gets killed in the first like five minutes or i i don't know they're hyping it as like a co-lead like she's but, gonna you know, be yeah, opposite right. of be- that tate kid um, was Emma Roberts was the confirmed to also be back. Oh, so she was she was great in the. Is that the last in, one they did? The they, they the do hum- one every year. Really? Yeah. How long ago? The how many seasons ago was the when they were at the camp? The summer camp was probably like 2019 or something. <laughs> They've really done one ever uh, ever since then. I didn't watch the last season, but they did. I watched the one before that had Macaulay Culkin in it. So I was like, okay. hey, Macaulay Culkin, watch this. But I mean, Macaulay Culkin was kind of a stunt cast, and he he had a pretty big role in that season he's probably like fourth or fifth yeah but he's a star andy yeah that's right i don't want to compare the two um but yeah we'll have to see what that's going to mean for her and what is her career even i don't even know who is she who kim kardashian oh she's been in some films yeah (laughs) that's how she got famous (laughs) well that's exciting for someone i guess um all right, uh, I don't know if my phone not corrected this or what. I, it says Maxine. 
Yeah, that's that's <laughs> correct. With three X's. It's important to have three X's in there. It is. So uh, this isn't the biggest story in the world. I just thought it was funny how it uh, came out day after last week's podcast. So um, after after last week, uh, Tony and I finished the movie X, which I had seen before, but it, watched it on a on Showtime, and I told him how you know well they made a prequel called Pearl, and then they're going to make a third one too called uh, Maxine, and I think it's going to film soon. Um, and then the next day they put out this video, which was. Very weird to have a trailer, not for the movie itself, but for the announcement that it is now filming and that they have a cast. Um, but it was a good good little uh, teaser, and uh, they added some nice people to the cast for this movie, um, including uh, Elizabeth Debicki, who uh, plays Princess Diana on The Crown, so that's where you might know her from, Sean. Mm. Um, but she was also in Tenet and been some other things. Um, you got Bobby Cannavale. We all love Bobby Cannavale. Big name right there. He's everywhere. Um, Halsey, the, the the musical artist Halsey. I think that could be interesting. Uh, Lily Collins from Emily in Paris. Everyone hates that show, it seems, but she's she's famous. And her you know her dad was pretty big in the eighties. So, um, good name. Giancarlo Esposito, great great villain always, and uh, and a big eighties actor himself, uh, Kevin Bacon. So, oh wow! Ooh, very nice. Uh, pretty good little uh, cast they got there. And what this, is this movie going to be? Uh, so this is the follow-up to X, uh, continuing with Mia Goth's character, Maxine, and she wants to make it as a star in Hollywood in the 80s. But, uh, yeah. As the... What are you trying to do? I want to see more of the faces. Okay. There we go. Very good. That's Dennis Rodman. Is it? <laughs> no. What are you looking at? That's Lily Collins, and her dad is Phil Collins. Wait, the, the, the guy above, he he is a villain and stuff, That's huh? Bobby Cannavale, yeah. Yeah, what else is he in? He was just Mike, in I that... Can, I can picture him. The movie, or the TV show. Watcher. Yeah, The Watcher. Yeah. That's what they're no, showing. No, but like, I've seen him in movies before, but I can't think of oh, like... Oh, you've 100% seen him in movies. Yeah, but like, which ones? Uh, he was in the Ant-Man movies. <laughs> That's what we're thinking of. He was in Boardwalk Empire, where it was a great... Uh, it seems like that typical New Yorker that just walks around like, oh. hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> oh, he's that. But... Uh, I disagree. Hold on, let me, I'll, I'll be able to figure it out what I'm thinking of. Hold on, Ghost. Um, was it Sing 2? No, it's definitely not that. <laughs> um, well, shit. Uh, Irishman, maybe it was the Irishman. That I was remember. a small role. Yeah, a SpongeBob SquarePants. I told you, yeah, Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Seventeen episodes. Of oh, Blue maybe Grace. it was I Tanya. No, I've uh, seen that. Manji oh, vinyl, vinyl. I think is what it was. Yeah, he was the star of vinyl. Remember vinyl, Sean? The main of. character of the show that went nowhere. I was with you. I think I watched that. Yeah, it, it oh, didn't last, right? Got canceled. No, it didn't. Fast. But it had potential. Yeah, I don't. I think it, it only did ten yeah, episodes. Music it only went one season. Seventies or something. Yeah. Yeah. Movie forty three. That could be another one. I've seen that one. <laughs> See, that's what I that's his best role. Jip Rossetti from Boardwalk Empire. He's such a great villain. So they're like HBO's like, we'll give you your own show. Yeah, whatever you want. Doesn't work. Hey, that's what happens. No. no, it does, yeah. Right. The other guys, you might be remembering from the other guys. Oh, he's one of the detectives. He's and, one of the detectives. That's yeah. probably what I am thinking of. Also in Paul Blart Malka. Yeah, let's so. just I've seen him. I've probably seen him on the streets. Too. This is the history of Bobby Canville podcast. Yeah. Oof, yeah. Snakes on a plane. I don't remember that. That was an early one for him. All right, well, that's... Ali McBeal, that's a really big throwback. Mm -hmm, yeah, this is fun. That's Oh, he's been around a while. He's older than I think. He's got to be 45. Oh, he's older than that, I bet. I bet he's like 48. 
Come on. 1971. He's over 50. Pretty good. Thank you. That was just simple math. Showing <laughs> vinyl right here. I don't know. I just know the face. Now, Kevin Bacon, do I, need to, do I need to go through Kevin Bacon's career for you? Oh, no, I know Kevin Tremors. Bacon. Uh, Hollow Man. <laughs> <laughs> He's the guy who's invisible for like 90% of the movie. Still the main character. Yeah. All right. Uh, you want to talk about this Marvel trailer? Yeah, so we got the third Marvel movie coming out this year, The Marvels. Are they really just not it's trying anymore? Well, this is uh, the sequel to Captain Marvel, of course. It was a big hit a few years back. What comic book uh, this movie one is the is Marvels? It? Uh, they're getting less and less. Shazam, Shazam was definitely not a hit. Uh, Ant Man is not a hit at all either. Probably going to lose money, but uh, Captain Marvel in 2019 was actually a pretty big hit. And uh, if you remember, uh, it was a big deal because it was uh, a female superhero, which had never been done before, except for the year before when they had Wonder Woman. But you know, I'm um, still. They hadn't been hadn't done too many of them, um, and now this is the the follow up, and it's called the Marvels because there's two new characters, including Miss <laughs> Marvel, who was uh, introduced in a TV Disney Plus TV show from last year, um, and then the other third character was also introduced in the Wandavision TV show. So maybe you have to do a little homework to watch this movie because two of the lead characters were introduced in Disney Plus series. So. Uh. That's kind of one of the problems with this franchise, how they're going, is there's not just so many movies, but there's all the shows, and are you going to be caught up? You could probably get away with not watching those and still have the movie make sense, because these are still movies made for kids, so it's not going to be the super deep plot. But it does, uh, you know, it returns Sam Jackson again as Nick Fury, so that's always fun. Uh, and I can't really tell anyone else. I don't know who the villain is supposed to be. I don't know what this movie is really going to be about. Uh, but it is still happening and it is still coming. So you can check out the first trailer now. I'm good. I, I'm not <laughs> talking to you specifically, you know? You should still watch the trailer just to know that it exists. All right. Put it into your mind. Is that the only trailer we have? It is. All right, well, we're going to get into what we've been watching, but before we do, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head over to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. This leash works with your dog's current collar or harness. And when you plug in promo code... Tony. That is... T-O-N-Y. We're give you 65% off at checkout because they're friends of the pod. So head over to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code TONY for 65% off at checkout. It is the dog leash you've been waiting for. All right. Um, I, again, have zero. Uh, so I have nothing. I have three. Because I, uh, like I said, off air, I uh, how sad a... Uh friend's dog this weekend and uh, i went to the angel game friday night so saturday night i took it easy which led to me starting a movie at 5 30 which led to me watching two more movies until it was about 11 o'clock at night pretty good it's a great yeah. day right there i've yeah. done it before it's not a bad day yeah off-road uh you have a plethora of and how I've, many i've got three Ooh. as well all right well whoever wants to dive I'll, in i'll start i'll start off with a couple because they're all movies all three of these were movies i've seen before so uh, the first one I watched was uh, The Gambler with uh, Mark Wahlberg, which I've seen in theaters, but I wanted to watch it again because it had been a while since I think it came out like in 2014 or something like that. 
I, that could be completely wrong too. But sounds right. Twenty fourteen. Yeah. Spot on. Never saw. But yeah. as somebody that does like to gamble and has gambled in the past, and not as much anymore, but once upon a time. But it's funny watching him because, like, even I'm yelling at the TV, like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like, there's the scene where he's playing blackjack, and it's like the beginning where it's like he gets like he's fronted all this money, and it's like ten thousand he wins, and this is blackjack. And it's like he just lets it ride for like a $20,000 bet and then lets it ride for like a $40,000 bet and then an $80,000 bet. And it's like, what are you doing? And then he goes and gets all his winnings, like 160000 and puts it all on black and then it loses. And you're just like, holy shit, dude. Like that is crazy. Like how – and it gets to the point where it's like people like that, they don't – in my opinion, and he, they don't care about winning. They, they're just addicted to – they're almost it's addicted to the losing. The thrill of it all. Like, Exactly. And it is like, it's dopamine. It's like a heroin thing. You know, it's, it's no different than drugs really. So it's like, it's, I mean, it is a drug, but it, it's, it's just crazy. But, uh, watch that again. So, I mean, I also watched a, a movie with a gambling scene. Uh, I, I watched about 10 minutes of Austin Powers and I saw the oh, scene yeah. <laughs> where he has the five. I'll stay. I too <laughs> like to live dangerously. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny too. But it was uh, a scene I did not understand at all when I first saw the movie. Of course, oh yeah, I, like, I don't know why it's funny, but it is funny. Oh, it's hilarious. Um, and also, then like two minutes later, he kills a guy in the bathroom. <laughs> Come on, yeah. show that turd who's boss. <laughs> Best damn sports show, period. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, so that's uh, good stuff. Also, bite your lip and, and give her that, hell. I, We're gonna get through this. So the funny thing is, is after that movie ended, it gave you a suggestion, which was another gambling movie. So I just let it play out because I hadn't seen it in a while, but I decided after that to watch Rounders. Nice. Love that one. Another movie. Oh, I know. Me too. And I, I love it, dude. My, my favorite part is, uh, what's John Malkovich when he's just like, he's betting and he's like, also, please don't splash the pot. And he just tells him, he's like, it's my club. I'll splash the pot whenever the fuck I please or whatever. And I was just like, I fucking love Oreos. I don't know why I enjoy that scene so much. And that's another part I like too, is that he catches on that when he starts to eat his Oreos, it means he's got a hand. He knows he's won. And then that's when he folded that hand. And then I love when Malkovich figures it out that he's like, when I touch my Oreos, he knows I'm comfortable and he just throws the Oreos. And I'm just like, and it's all that stuff where it's, it happens without anybody saying anything. It's just like if you play, have played poker before, you understand it. You just know that like that's what the telltale sign was. Because those guys that are like, I used to play poker with some friends, just fuck around and stuff like that. But like, I was never any, definitely any good compared to like what some of these guys are. And it, it is crazy the guys that are like really good, and they will be able to pick up on facial expressions or mannerisms or anything that they can to just get a slight edge to be like. I think he's bluffing or he's telling the truth and it's a good call is just as good as a good fold. And obviously in that scene, he makes a good fold, which is make what makes him freak out. So, uh, yeah, no, it's a good movie. Good scene. But yeah, those were uh, two of mine, but I'll uh, let Andy knock out a couple before, uh, I go into my last one. Uh, all right. Um, so I ended up getting showtime to watch the NCAA tournament. Kind of weird, but that's what happened. Um, so I checked out one of the shows that I, I wanted to watch on that service, but I ha- never have because I never have subscribed. Uh, a show called Yellow Jackets. So it actually just came back for season two this month. Um, but I watched uh, all of season one in, in, in a week's time. Uh, and it is it is a show right up my alley. And I, I knew it from the premise. Like, oh, yeah, this sounds like completely something I'd like. But uh, the premise is 
1996, a uh, high school girls soccer team, uh, they're playing the Nationals and they have to fly across the country. The plane goes goes down in the middle of nowhere and they don't get found uh, for a long time. Um, and then there's a parallel storyline story uh, 25 years later in the present day, um, the survivors and how that whole experience has affected them. And um, there's mystery there's weird supernatural shit possibly happening oh. um, in the in the previous timeline, and some stuff is now happening in the current day while they're all you know in their forties now, um, and so I would best describe this as a mix between Lost and uh, Stephen King's It, which is like those are two things I enjoy very much. So I love I love the uh, showing people as young people and then showing them as adults. I love that uh, trick, and the show is all about that, and then. Yeah, people stuck in a place, and there's maybe weird shit going on, and no one really knows what's happening. Um, very much like Lost. So um, I've enjoyed this very much. I think it's creepy and unsettling and interesting, and got good people. I like Juliette Lewis. You don't see her too much, but uh, Christina Ricci. One of one of the, the the things that was hard for me though is like, well, those people were acting in the '90s, and I know they're not the same age because. Uh, Christina Ricci was like uh, hanging out with Casper yeah. the Ghost mm-hmm. in 1995, and Juliet Lewis was was uh, committing murders with Woody Harrelson in the same year. So I know they're not the they can't be the same age, but um, it's fine. You know, you gotta you gotta suspend some not disbelief. Long in before these, that, though, she was helping uh, chop down or dig up a tree and for Christmas. Yeah, that's that's right. She lost her her bedroom to yep. the grandparents. Oh. Too bad. She was great. Christmas Vacation is a great, great yeah. film. Yeah, we love it here. I'm, I'm going to drink. I still have yeah, the beer. that's right. Andy's got a Griswold here to crack open, a Bart He's Griswold. He's drinking right in, now. Uh, in April, nonetheless. Yeah, <laughs> I have to drink these. They're way out of season. But uh, So, that's yeah, that's Yellow Jackets. That's that's my my thoughts on season one. Season two has started, so I'm going to have to check that out. And it does mean I'll have to keep Showtime for probably a couple months to watch season two. That's how they get you. Um, yeah, definitely. They're going to have my extra $10. <laughs> Damn CBS Corporation, whatever yeah. they're called. Um, and then the next thing I have here, uh, the biggest movie that's ever been made in the history of the world, uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie. So this just came out this week, and it's uh, it's already the biggest movie of the year. Uh, I picked it as one of the three highest grocers of the year uh, when we did our preview like a month ago, two months ago, whenever that was, because um, I knew this was going to sell to kids. Um, even though Mario's been around for 50 years and, and people that are old know Mario, kids know Mario still. Kids love all the little spinoffs, Mario Kart, Smash Brothers, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I saw this movie on like 10.30 on a Saturday and it was million kids. And I, I hadn't seen the movie theater that crowded in a very, very wow. long time. Um, there was a line, like a, a there's probably like 15 people outside of the concession area waiting to get into the concession area it's like i've never i haven't seen that in so long what how old a kids are you talking here a lot of kids under 10 at a 10 30 showing oh yeah (laughs) yeah sorry i don't go i don't don't know yeah you you just talked about i I don't go at night on, on a saturday yeah, on a Saturday. Okay, so you were first in the in the in the theater here. Yeah, and it was this crowded. And they, well, that they, makes more sense looked, with had, children. They were playing, 
Oh, yeah. Uh, but they were playing like a new showing of it every five minutes. It was really going off. They knew this was going to be a big hit, and, and it was. Um, 600 so that's, that's million the, uh, at the of, box office this weekend. That's the review of uh, it, its finances, which are good. Um, now, how about the movie? Uh, it's okay. It's it's got it's got things that are fine. Chris Pratt is fine. Everyone was kind of freaking out, like how is he going to be Mario? And it's like he's just doing a Brooklyn accent. the 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 Mario Brothers are from Earth. They are from Brooklyn, and they are plumbers, and they have Brooklyn accents, and they don't have cartoon Italian accents, but they do a joke about that. Um. But they end up in the Mushroom Kingdom, so there still is some weird shit going on. Um, I think the best part of the movie, though, is the the music that they bring back from the you know hundreds of different random games in the Mario franchise, um, and they do a good job of bringing in just even little bits of of the music. Like, okay, there's a scene with Luigi, and he's scared, and they play. Uh, five seconds of the theme from Luigi's Mansion. It's like, okay, that's cool. It's not just the the three famous Super Mario Brothers songs that everyone knows. They 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 do everything, uh, and they play it in every different version. And it's just they, you know, you'd think, oh, it's gonna be very easy. Just play the song from the game, and that'll be it. But they uh, they go above and beyond, I think, in getting that music into the into the movie here. Um, but it's not a good movie. And it's not. It's not a good plot. It's very rushed. It's a it's a very short movie, which I understand. It's made for kids. You gotta get through it. But it's just like the plot happens, and you go here, and you go here, and you go here, and then then you get, you're in the Donkey Kong world, and like, okay, well that's cool. Okay, you're in the Kong Village, and um, Fred Armisen is playing Cranky Kong, and he's just doing like old Brooklyn Jew, and it's like that's a funny voice, but it's very strange for the character here of a of an elder. Ape. Um, I don't know if it's the best choice, but, you know, it's fine. I think it uh, confused a lot of people. Um, but I was thinking while watching this movie, like, this is not high on my list of animated movies. Like, I, I watched the, the Puss in Boots movie from a few months ago. Way better than this. I think most Pixar stuff is better. Uh, I even think, like, I've never, I haven't seen too many of the Illumination movies. That's the company that made this movie. They're, like, the people who did, like, Minions. Um they did Secret Life of Pets. Uh, I like that one, I think, better than this one. So it's not like high on my list of animated kids' movies, even though, um, like, I know this is a kids' movie. It's not for me. I, a lot of them that are made are pretty good. And this is pretty average. If you, if you take out the Super Mario references, it's really, like, kind of a mess of a movie. But, you know, you get to see all the characters. You get to see Shy Guys and stuff like that. Ooh. You get he was see, really good at Mario Tennis. Yeah. I'm being serious. You get to see Mario Karts and all that kind of stuff. And that's. Oh, yeah, because I saw in the previews they have Rainbow Road. They do. Yeah. Um, so you take away that stuff, and this movie doesn't make much sense, and it's not very good. But they do have that stuff. So it's, well, there you it's go. entertaining. No Mario Baseball, though? No Mario Tennis? No. Okay. He doesn't go golfing. So uh, <clears throat> the last movie I watched. I uh, haven't seen it in a long, long time, and it, I uh, decided to watch Matilda. Wow. And I said, what, wow. Sean? Yeah, no, I know. And as I'm watching that movie, I'm just That's laughing DeVito, the whole time. Right? First off, it's like, yeah, it's like he directed it, too, or not directed it, but wrote it. He did something. I think he directed it, yeah. Yeah, and he's in it also with uh, Carla from Cheers. 
And it's... You mean his wife? Is it his wife? Yeah. Still today, right? No, I think they actually divorced. Oh, cool. Back then they were married. Well, hopefully they were better parents than that, but... Uh, it's so funny because I just laugh at that movie with how ridiculous it is. Like the way, like that the school teacher just comes in, just throws kids out the window and just everywhere else. But then I like, as I was like, wow, this seems really unrealistic. I forgot that as the movie goes on, she's able to just move things with her mind. So then of course it just becomes extremely unrealistic, but it's good. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's number three right now. I saw as of last night on like top movies and on Netflix. So it's not the new one; it's the old one. Yeah. Oh, it's the old one. I didn't even know they had a new they one. They made a new one. Who it's, would even watch the new one? It's a musical. That's yeah. Oh, well, then I would fucking I could flush that down the toilet if I could. <laughs> I don't fucking watch musicals. I hate musicals. You know how to piss me off? Bring up a musical. Sound of Music. I think it's just awful. I honestly, I despise musicals. I doesn't even like music. What? No, I do like music, but I just don't like musicals because all of a sudden they'll be like, they're sweeping the floor and they're like, oh, the floor, okay. the tiles are so clean. What about, I um, do it with my broom in this vacuum machine. I've like, never I seen that it, musical. That one that the Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That Tom Cruise musical that's all like the 80s hair metal music. Yeah, what is that? Rock of Ages? That. What is that? I don't, Rock of Ages? Yeah. I don't know. What about uh, Elton John, Rocket Or Man Across movie? the Universe. Yeah, well, I... I don't care about yeah. movies that are based off of music and okay. then they play their music but it's in still it. A musical. I'm no, it's not. Not a real musical. A real musical is fucking Sound of Rent Music, or something. Mary Poppins, where they bump into the wall and all of a sudden they start singing. That is a musical. This is like, oh, I got this riff and it's like, bum 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 bum. That's a that's not that's different. You know, like I watched I've watched the fucking Motley Crue movie on Netflix like three times. That's different. Fair enough. So that's that's in, my in opinion. Rocket Man. It is a real musical because he does sing in random spots, but it is. But it's it's different when that's like what they became song. doing, and like we know that we enjoy their songs. Sound of Music, we don't enjoy them singing Do Re Mi Fa So La Ti Do, dude. We don't though. <laughs> the people that do like it, they don't. They just think they like it. <laughs> There's an entire industry called Broadway that uh, shows that people uh, like it. Disagree. Sorry. <laughs> Disagree that exists. It's all fake. It's not real. Uh, I'll, I'll take Park Palace, <laughs> Park Place. <Okay. laughs> uh, oh, never mind. That was Boardwalk, huh? Not yeah. Broadway. Uh, there, it doesn't yeah, there matter. Some, there probably is something to do with Broadway. Yeah, who cares? Whatever. All right. Anyway, Andy, what was your last movie? Um, it was a musical about. <laughs> oh, like, Andy. Uh, it was a movie based on a real story about the Nike Shoe Corporation um, that made shoes. Uh, starting in the 70s, they made shoes mostly for runners. Mm. But in the 1980s, it finally took off for them, the basketball division. And this is the story, how that happened. And it almost didn't. So, um, it is the story of the... Uh, why am I forgetting his name? The, the, the main guy... Sonny Vaccaro, who worked for Nike, who ran basically their—he didn't run the basketball division, but he was like their their scout, if you if you will. Like he 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 knew all the hot high school players, all the high college players, and he was the guy who made recommendations to the team to try to get contracts with for shoe deals. Um, and then yeah, in this story, he wanted to bet it all on Michael Jordan. So their budget told them that they could sign, you know, some some other guys in that same draft that were. Uh, later picks, but he said, no, I believe Michael Jordan's going to be the greatest of all time, and we need to throw everything we've got at him. 
And uh, even that, was that even enough? That's the that's the, the the conflict of the movie. Michael Jordan, he's pretty set on signing with Adidas, right? That's that's what everyone knew in town. So what what would it take to actually get him to come over? And how are you even going to get a meeting with him? So uh, it is a interesting story, but a little thin. But they're able to to make it into a, a full movie here. Um, this is uh, directed by Ben Affleck, returning as a director for the first time in, in a little while, um, starring Matt Damon and uh, Ben Affleck himself as Phil Knight in a, in a nice little comedic performance. Um, it's just a very nice, feel-good movie. You got Chris Tucker in it. He's not in too many things. Uh, he just comes in and does some Chris Tucker stuff. Jason Bateman, a reliable performer in this. Uh, Viola Davis as Michael Jordan's mom and kind of like the person who 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 runs shit and is kind of... I mean, we got to remember Michael Jordan was 20, 21 when he was drafted. His mom was really making all the business decisions. So she's kind of the... Not the lead, but she's she's the important one. Mike, and in, in fact, it, with Michael Jordan, they don't even try to... They don't want to cast Michael Jordan in this movie. So whenever you see him, it's like from the back... Or you like maybe hear his voice. Well, it just reminds me of those. Uh, if you remember playing the video games, like in uh, yeah. NBA Live '98, he he didn't like being in those either, and he would literally be an, a black silhouette, and they would make up a like number ninety nine. He would be called like the player, but it was yeah. like his number, so you knew it was him, but they couldn't legally say it was him. Yeah, but it's a it's a real fun movie, a nice American story. Um, very positive feeling. Uh, the problem or the thing that I was worried about this movie is that uh, some of the people involved in the story are not great people, including Phil Knight, who, you know, has all kinds of issues with Nike and sweatshops and all kinds of other things. I don't think he's a great guy. Um, and I was worried, is this movie really going to hype up Nike and it's just kind of going to be a selling out to Nike? Uh, no, they, they make Phil Knight out to be a kind of a, a buffoon. Um, he might be a genius in some ways, but is a, a little weird in other ways. And they, they, they do a good job of, of showing that. Uh, and then also David Falk, who is a Michael Jordan's agent, one of the one of my most despised people in the basketball world. Um, I mean, he hasn't been an agent in a while, but um, he was Elton Brand's agent. And he, he, he lied to the Clippers so many years ago. So I have a grudge against him. Yeah, you send him shit um, uh, to his house, don't you? Yeah. So uh, it's like, how are they going to portray this guy? And um, they make him out to be a huge asshole. And he's he's it's a great performance. Chris Messina playing him. It's it's basically the the funniest part of the movie is any interaction with him. Um, a lot of fun with that. So it's a nice, solid movie. It's it's cool that they make stuff like this. Um, it's going to be inoffensive. It's it's fun. It's you feel good after it because you're like that's Michael Jordan and he's gonna be great and I feel great. Um, I've never bought any Air Jordans in my life and I never will probably. Yeah, you never know. Uh, but you know, I'm still could be like that was fun. Um, and this should be on Amazon Prime at some point because it is um, partially their movie or fully their movie. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how that works. I don't know what Jeff Bezos is doing over there, but um, but it is in theaters now. Um, oh, another note of this: If you love '80s music, and Tony does not because he hates music, we established. No, I, I like Duran Duran or what? Yeah. It's everything. There's about like there's a new '80s song maybe every three minutes. It, it, it's obnoxious mm. even. 
I would say. Just keeps going and going. Okay, here's a new one. Like, like um, opening of the movie is just little clips of things for that happened in the 80s if nothing to do with basketball or like shoes or anything. Up. Uh, with your with, uh, your favorite uh, your favorite song there that you that won't be allowed to be played. What song is that? Why am I blanking on it? The song that has Sting that he's not in the band, but he does the backup vocals. <laughs> what? I'm blanking on it. The first song that came to mind was Money for Nothing. But that's the song. Yeah, that's Dire what. Straits. Yeah, I'm like, why can't I think of their name? But Sting, Sting does the backing vocals in the song. Money yeah, for that's nothing. Uh, if people act like the the you know group of people that want to cancel everything song. actually knew what that song was, they'd be coming after Toyota right now. But that's how the movie starts. It's just that song with like. But that is also one of the greatest guitar riffs. Yeah. If that interests you. Yeah, I want to see this movie. Huh? Listening to eighties music. I do like eighties music. Yeah. I like music. I don't know. I never said I didn't like music. We're making it fun of you. You're getting sensitive about sound it. of music. <laughs> I mean, uh, musicals. I don't like. Like real musicals, not movies based off of music. But if Russell Crowe stars in the musical, have to see that we'll biggest see movie him. of all time. Le, Le, Le Miz. Who? He was in Le Miz movie that came out. Which like would make Tony miserable. Mm-hmm. Le Miserables? Mm-hmm. No, but I don't actually, speaking of musicals, the other one I didn't really care for too much was the Yellow Submarine one or whatever it was called, the Beatles one. That's a one. bad song. What was this no, musical called, though, that, that movie? Was it's it? not Across the Universe. That one's phenomenal. That's what I'm thinking of. How do you get Yellow Submarine out of a... I don't even think that song's in there. No, it does. It's a Beatles song, though. It's in it's in that Apple commercials now, and it pisses me off every time I hear it. Yes, yeah, but I don't think that song is in Across the Universe. Maybe I'm pretty certain it's not. Maybe if I were you. Uh, well, there's only so many. Yeah, they have a lot of good that. songs. <laughs> I actually do like the Beatles. The Beatles do have some great yeah. songs. All right. Uh, anything else to add? Uh, yeah, that was Air we were talking about. Air uh, in theaters yeah, now. Ben Affleck. All right, well, I think that'll wrap us up for episode 319 of the Tony Steak Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road Air Andy. Oh, that sounds yeah. so cool. Slam dunk. <laughs> and Tony Katz. We'll see you yeah. later. <laughs>